Israel Adesanya, he is set to defend his middleweight belt against Paulo Costa at UFC 253. After months of waiting, fans, everybody, Israel Adesanya is finally set to face Paulo Costa. The UFC middleweight champion will defend his title against the Brazilian at UFC 253 on September 19th. Ariel Hawani initially reported this news. The location of the fight is reportedly to be announced. But it, the fight is announced. They don't have the, the place yet, obviously, because, you know, they had Fight Island. Maybe they'll do more fights on an island, even in the future, after the coronavirus is over. It's just a cool thing, cool idea. It was, it's, kind of, it's different. Paulo Costa, he, he wrote on Twitter, the fight is on, folks, in September. I'll bring the show up. That's what he says. Adesanya captured the full middleweight belt in 2019. With an impressive win over Robert Whitaker. Then he beat Yoel Romero via unanimous decision at UFC 248 in March. There's been a there's been talks about a fight with light heavyweight champ John Jones, but Jones himself said that he would have to wait. And even Adesanya said that he's not ready for that. He doesn't want that. He's not ready for that smoke at this time in his career. He needs he needs to get some more fights under his belt, not only more belts. One thing that I can say, though, about Adesanya, he, he is impressive on the people that he chooses to fight bigger, physically bigger people than him. He's not scared. The 13-year-old, the 13-0 Costa was originally on track to face Adesanya after beating Romero at UFC 241, but had to wait after undergoing bicep surgery. Adesanya called out Costa after his own win over Romero, saying, I see you soon, boy. Costa was in attendance for that match and was seen jumping over the fence toward the octagon after the decision was announced. Now, six months in a pandemic later, it seems like the fight will... Go on, Costa will get another shot at the, one of the USC's biggest rising stars. And Costa, he's a big boy. He's a big, big fighter, heavy hitter. But I don't think Adesanya is scared fighting fighters like this because he's fast on his feet. He's quick. That will be an interesting one. I'll be waiting for that fight. Another thing, uh, we, we could talk about Conor McGregor for a second since I don't know why so many people in Ireland, they love to listen to the show. Conor McGregor has been warned. There is a chance of him walking back into the UFC, but he's not going to get a title, fat, uh, title fight. I don't think he deserves one. I don't, I don't think, I'm going to keep saying it. Nobody wants to see him fight. The Irishman is a former lightweight and featherweight champion and ranks among mixed martial arts most the biggest star one of the biggest stars in the game just from running his mouth but he did back it up he had a great career but then he started taking losses 
I I didn't. He got taken down by Nate Diaz, so that was the end of that. I don't I don't want to see him fight anymore. He got choked out. Khabib choked him out. How many times are you gonna get choked out? I don't want to see you fight anymore and get choked out. I think before his fighting style was a surprise to some people, so they weren't prepared or ready for it. People like Khabib, other top-notch fighters, they're not going to go for that, and they're gonna going to get a hold of you and grab you. But yeah, once again, I'm going to say no one wants to see Conor fight. I'd rather see Israel Adesanya fight nine times out of ten, just depending on the matchup. But let's go ahead and give Adesanya some props just for always taking a bigger match, a bigger guy. But John Jones would be more up his alley as far as being quicker on his feet and with his hands. Having a bigger chance to hurt him. <clears throat> Kanye West, as we were talking about, he's supposedly trying to run for president. Kanye 2020 says, sign my petition, South Carolina, so I could be your president. Kanye West's presidential campaign just keeps rolling along, supposedly. And he's now setting his sights on South Carolina, where he's trying to grab enough signatures to get on the November ballot. He said, I am, um, I am, this is what it's the paper says, or the form that you will be clicking on that he posted said, I am signing to put Kanye West on the ballot in South Carolina. Your first name, last name, address, South Carolina, your zip code, blah, 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 your info. Click here to add your signature. Yay, 20, Kanye for President 2020, paid for by Kanye West 2020. That was a tweet that he posted urging South Carolina voters to support him with a signature. His petition reads, I am signing to put on Kanye West. I just read that, but that's what the the, the form says for this shit that he posted. Is it all a joke? Who the fuck knows? I don't know. It keeps moving along. He filed the necessary documents, so that puts some people to rest the things that they were saying but he filed the necessary documents with the federal elections commission and documents to get on the oklahoma ballot now he's aiming at south carolina the first poll shows kanye is at two percent projecting he's not going to win but he could be a spoiler and that has a lot of people concerned for various reasons so some people weren't even saying that it was fake. They were just saying it's a distraction to take away votes from Joe Biden, supposedly. Is it real? It appears to be. Before uh, the documents that he paid for, uh, the filing, the documents that he filed, paying the $35,000, whatever it was, for that one state, he wouldn't have done that if he wasn't serious. I know that's... That's little to nothing to him, the money, but it's at least showing that he's moving forward in this process, even if it is just for a show. Let's go. 
White Castle is testing a burger grilling robot named Flippy. White Castle was introducing introducing a burger grilling robot and it might flip the entire industry around, the entire restaurant industry. The privately held restaurant chain on Wednesday announced a partnership with the Pasadena, California-based startup Miso Robotics to introduce Flippy, an automated kitchen assistant, at one of its Chicago area restaurants in September. We are thrilled to bring the future into our kitchen with solutions that will transform the industry and make the White Castle experience all that it can be for generations to come. Lisa Ingram, the CEO of White Castle, said in a statement. An earlier version of Flippy, which uses artificial intelligence to decide when to flip a burger, was tested at a Pasadena-based Kelly Burger in 2018. White Castle is betting that this newest variation will reduce the amount of time spent on tasks such as grilling and frying. Flippy's debut in a major fast food chain is renewing questions and concerns about automation in the food industry. According to Miso, robotic fast food workers could prevent the spread of foodborne pathogens by using thermal imaging to detect when meat is undercooked. They would also help limit human workers' exposure to food, reducing the chances of spreading illness. But automation inevitably raises concerns about taking jobs away from people. White Castle's statement didn't directly address whether Flippy would eventually replace human workers. Of course, they're going to downplay it at first, saying only that employees would be freed up to focus on customer service and front-of-the-house operations. But that's one to two dummies that you're getting rid of just right there per shift at any restaurant. White Castle's vice president of the shareholder relations, Jamie Richardson, told the news site TechCrunch that it was not looking at Flippy to reduce the number of employees, but rather as a way to save on food costs and to save on paying a certain amount of employees. What do you think about that, though? Have you been to Walmart and you've seen the these machines that are scanning scanning the the items on the on the racks probably counting it somehow I don't know seeing how many there is maybe because some of these workers were fucking up the counts you're seeing more and more just automated stuff but this is very fascinating what would you think you walk into a burger spot and you see a robot cooking your food that's the future no people in there maybe even just the person take maybe even the person taking your money will be a robot who knows? Moving along, more than 1,000 inmates in a Texas federal prison have tested positive for the coronavirus. A federal prison in Siegelville has seen 1,700 or 1,072 positive cases of coronavirus, well over half of its nearly 1,800 inmate population. No prison in the country has reported more infections. Texas has continued to see its coronavirus response deteriorate, with the state recording around 15,000 new cases on Friday. 
with almost 320,000 total cases as of Saturday. The infection has continued to rapidly spread, and the problem of protecting prisoners has not been an easy one. Early on, officials tried to address concerns over the safety of these inmates should the infection reach prisons. In some cases, prisoners attempted to appeal for early release, as a lot of people were getting. Or to commute their sentences to house arrest, but most efforts went nowhere. One uh, inmate in Siegelville, James Ganietta, I don't know how to say his fucking name, 65 years old. He died Thursday. He was taken to prison two days after experiencing difficulty breathing. He was serving a 14-year-old, 14-year sentence for drug and conspiracy to launder money. Families with loved ones inside of this prison had planned to protest outside of the facility on Saturday as part of demonstrations across the nation all to bring attention to the growing number of COVID-19 cases in prisons. A wife of a prisoner, she said, my biggest fear is that COVID will get him. They're not even scared that other inmates will stab or kill them at this point. There are people who qualify, who've done very well, who really want to turn their lives around. I don't know about that, like how... How are they picking and choosing to let people go early because of this coronavirus stuff? A lot of people, famous and not, have been let go early because of this. And a lot of people are not being let go and they're stuck in here, getting sick, fucked up, dying out here. So it's a crazy situation, but one single place, one single prison, more than 1,000 inmates. There's only 1,800 people there. That's crazy. Grammy-nominated singer Tamar Braxton was hospitalized Thursday evening after police responded to a report of a possible overdose and suicide attempt at a residence in a downtown Los Angeles high-rise. Officers were called about 9.45 p.m. to the Ritz-Carlton residences in the 900 block of the Olympic Boulevard where a woman was found unresponsive and unconscious. A spokesperson for the Los Angeles Police Department said she was transported to California Hospital Medical Center, which is located about a mile from the skyscraper, and was listed in stable condition. A source later confirmed to Eyewitness News the hospitalized woman was Braxton. No other details were immediately disclosed. One of Braxton's four sisters is fellow singer Tony Braxton. Tamar Braxton is a alum of the ABC reality competition show Dancing with the Stars. And they have another show, the reality show Braxton Family Values. In November 2015, Tamar Braxton announced that she was dropping out of the season's Dancing with the Stars because she had been diagnosed with blood clots in both of her lungs. One of the, I was reading something, one of these TV shows that she has recently been dealing with over the past weeks, about three weeks ago, she sent a letter to them saying that it was their fault or they played a part in her being suicidal, something like that. 
So that's definitely de- developing. I don't know what type of drug she took or what she tried to do. Uh, they they haven't said anything about that. If she was taking pills or if it was drugs or anything she was trying to overdose on. So that's a developing story. But yeah, that's very scary. If you're feeling like that, you need to talk to somebody. They're saying three weeks ago she sent out this letter, I guess, and telling him that. But one thing I will say, if you're going to try to do it, you're going to do it. You're not going to try. And that's a help for uh, a cry out for help is when people are doing stuff like that, when they're attempting to hurt themselves, because it's not hard to hurt yourself. So when they're doing this, it's a it's a cry for help. That letter three weeks ago, that could have been a cry for help. You know, but she was supposedly wrote that to one of her um, television networks, somebody she was dealing with, saying that they had a part to play in that. I don't know what, what it was from exactly. This is Name of Game Podcast. This is episode 175. Thank you for tuning in worldwide. Available everywhere on all major platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Back in this bitch again. Let's go. Motherfuckers be hating on me, but they hoes be jocking me. I be rolling up that green spinach mixed with broccoli. All them type of bad bitches shoot they shot with me. I don't even holler at them, they be wanna rock with G. GED, I break a bitch off really properly. A copycat, couldn't copy that. Do you copy me? Bitch gon' suck the dick off really sloppily. She gon' lick it even when it's soft. I don't say please, how you go so hard? Bitch, that's just how I be. All my fake comies did me dirty. I was 23, maybe I was 16, maybe it was all my life, never gonna be right, not a movie, it's a shitty scene, I don't trust these pussies none, I'ma hurt them all for fun, you the type that can't fight, you gonna go and grab a gun, your bitch got a fat ass, I'ma go and grab a buns, fuck around with the wrong one and have a bastard son, put him in the ground with the motherfucking shovel, getting fucked up, smoking and sipping, seeing double, I don't give a fuck about these bitches, I don't love you. Motherfucking bitch, fuck you. Shout out to Name a Game Podcast, bitch.